Inuit. I'm Chad Asleo from the Hamako First Nation. Welcome to Episode 2 of Indigenous Voices of Vancouver Island, a five-part podcast series brought to you by 4VI. We're here to experience Vancouver Island through the stories of Indigenous tourism. The new channel, Coast Salish and Kokwakwak peoples, have called this island home since time immemorial. The influence of their cultures can be seen in beautiful totem poles and longhouses erected throughout the island. Breathtaking tours and excursions traversing traditional territories and sacred languages printed on the road and highway signs. Indigenous cultures influence almost every facet of life on the island today. And that definitely includes the local cuisine. And that's why we're here to get a taste of it in this episode. For thousands of years, indigenous peoples have fished these abundant coastlines for rosy sockeye salmon and sweet tender halibut. They've harvested buttery crabs, savory clams, and briny oysters. This ancient connection to seafood remains a vital part of the local economy today, with indigenous companies providing fresh local seafood to popular restaurants up and down Vancouver Island. We're going to make our way to Tourist Hub Tofino to talk to the Indigenous co-founder of one of the biggest seafood providers and processors on the island. But Tofino is a ways away. We're bound to get hungry. So I figured we could make a pit stop in Port Alberni and get ourselves some delicious Indigenous fish and chips and maybe even some candied salmon. I know just the place. Port Alberni sits at the head of the Alberti Inlet, the longest inlet on Vancouver Island. This is the traditional territory of the Seychat and Hupacheset First Nations, both part of the New Channel peoples. Located on the north end of town, three blocks from the Somas River, is Barebones Fish House. This popular restaurant is inside an old church, making it for a unique environment. The ambience is cozy, people are enjoying fish and chips, tacos, burgers, bowls. Lance Donning, the owner, strolls out to keep an eye on things, smiling and chatting with his customers. You can tell he is proud of his restaurant and what he represents. Uh, for myself, I am Coast Salish from uh, Little Qualcomm River. I have been off and on on my reserve uh, when I was younger, I moved there when I was 10, and I loved it. For Lance, the once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to take over Bare Bones came in June of 2021, after the previous owners ran it for over a decade. And when it came, he was ready. I have been a cook for about 16 years, so I've been doing it for a long time. I wanted to do something for myself, and when this happened, I was like, yes. It's for me, and I want to do something for my family. So now we can always be around. I'll always have a business. Uh, I won't, yeah, I live there more now <laughs> than uh, cooking. <laughs> but it's, this is great. It's a great choice in my life. Can you tell me a bit of, um, again, you can relate this to more about uh, maybe it's specifically your cooking or how you run your business. Can you tell me a bit about uh, what inspires you or who inspires you to 
uh, you know, strive to either cook the best fish and chips every day or, or you know, run the best possible business? Uh, well, actually, for me, uh, when cooking happened, I kind of went at it. It just, for me, it just happened. But now for that, I love about it is the expressions and the enjoyment on people's faces when they eat the food, right? I cook at home, my wife, my child, my family, they, they love it, right? They tell you what they about what they've done and how you did it. And now when I cook for others, it's just like you can talk to people and they're like, oh man, that was really good. Or you can see their expressions, right? And that's what drives me. Getting a run of fish and chips restaurant is extra special for Lance because he gets to express his Coast Salish culture through special menu items like smoked candied salmon, a West Coast indigenous delicacy. My buddy and I used to go fishing on the river, uh, right? Because I was on the Little Quokka River and it was like close, right? So we can go anytime. And this was when we caught so much, we would talk to my auntie or my uncle and we use their smokehouse. Right, a real big one, and that was perfect. Like it was like we would marinate our <laughs> brown sugar and rice, and sorry, brown sugar and salt, and it would be oh man. When after twenty four hours after smoking, it was beautiful. All that sweetness and the smokiness of the salmon was like the best. So now what I'm able to do is I'm doing smoked islands myself. Right, I got uh, I'm doing. Uh, not up squee, but uh, drier uh, sockeye, right? With uh, canned with brown sugar and salt. I'm doing ribs, which is really cool. Yeah, I know it's pretty nice. Uh, I got uh, whole chicken. I'm smoking whole chicken, so I'm doing all these little different things. I'm doing smoked pork every once in a while. I've tried uh, smoked prawns, which is really cool. So I'm able. I like it that I'm able to do or introducing smoke items because it was my family, right? I always had it. Like, around was with potlucks and all these family dinners, you'd always have salmon. You'd always enjoy seafood. It was always around, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of uh, people who are Indigenous and non-Indigenous that are that are cooking, a, lo- a lot of it has to do with memory and, and childhood memories and, and what what was eaten in the past and then finding a, a way to cook it uh, in, in a modern setting to let everybody else ha- have a taste. So that's, that's I think, a pretty a pretty good way of, of making some inspiring dishes and, and weaving your culture within it. I definitely agree. And with being uh, potlucks and all that, it was it's quite nice because it always brought family together. So when you're cooking for others, it's, like, it's kind of nice. It's... Because it's like everybody you're treating is like your family, right? You bring them into your home. That's what the feeling is when they come to your restaurant or to your establishment. It's your home. Uh, so when people come into your business, they try your food, you know, what is it? What is the takeaway? Like, like again, you, you kind of talk about what it feels like to get in there. But can you tell me a bit like they've had your food? Uh, you know, has some inspiration to it, um, some good flavors. What do you want people to to leave with in their hearts and in their minds? The enjoyment. It's the taste of the food. It's the every bite you appreciate. Uh, It's right from the beginning to end of the food, different flavors that you have on your plate is key. So when when you leave, uh, it's how you'd be like, wow, you could talk about it, right? And, And you're like... 
That was really good. I really, really enjoyed that. Uh, fish and chips or the smoked salmon tacos or the uh, smoked ribs, let's say. I, it's still somehow on your face, right? You gotta be, <laughs> be like, oh, hey, what's that? Uh, well, that was really good. I enjoy it. It found it on your face and you get to eat it and you're like, wow, that was that was really good. I want to go back there again. So it's enjoyment. I It's definitely, definitely enjoyment on and appreciated of the food. I'm thinking about ordering a smoked salmon taco with pickled cabbage, a Cajun corn salsa, and a maple mayo aioli. Lance says that's not a bad way to go. But for him, personally, if he had to choose, he would have to go with the classic. Uh, the best item that I still say, it's a fish and chips. Yeah, it's a light tempura batter with uh, crispy fries and a sweet and uh, tangy slaw. It's really good it's crunch all the way through the fish it's really really nice uh we get uh local uh cod and local halibut from uh from a company in tofino which is really really nice it's another indigenous company it's kind of i'm finding sources and local is key absolutely i think a lot of uh, vancouver businesses are really inspired by trying to uh, ensure they're sourcing as many local uh items as possible and in your case food Oh, definitely. Uh, being a local, and now people are trying to force source out local companies and get a better. It's I think it's helping supporting the small businesses now, right? So everybody's getting a piece in their pocket. It's not just the bigger companies that are taking in all the money and all the resources. It's the little ones, and they're getting just now. It's like it's perfect. It's it's all about them. It's all about the little people, right? and how you support others. Mmm, bare bones fish and chips. Absolutely delicious. Make sure to check them out at barebonesfishhouse.ca and follow them on Instagram for mouth-watering images of Lance Dodding's delicacies. A big thank you to Lance for the chat and the meal. Now we're going to get back on the road, heading to Tofino to meet with one of the biggest suppliers of seafood on the entire island, Nas Foods. Nas Foods doesn't appear to be one of the biggest suppliers of seafood on the island. The quaint red building next to a fishing dock on the north end of town looks more like a hidden gem. Their fresh seafood market on display in their storefront and their helpful staff definitely gives you the feeling that you're part of the community. And community is what Nas Foods is all about. Tofino is a popular tourist town on the west coast of Vancouver Island, known for its white sand beaches and year-round surfing. It sits on the tip of a peninsula in Clackwit Sound, surrounded by lakes, inlets and ancient rainforests. This is the traditional territory of the Tlewokiat First Nation, with several neighboring New Channel nations close by. If you grow up around here, like Nas Food's co-founder Stevie Dennis did, it's like the ocean is a part of you. My business partner Jordan and I, uh, we both were uh, fishing guides. Uh, he comes from Victoria and his family's from, I believe, Ontario. Um, my family's from here. My, my mom is from the Ahouset First Nations and my dad, they were uh, draft dodgers from America. Moved up to a place about halfway between Tofino and Ahouset 
back in 1969, I believe. And, uh, and so, yeah, I, uh, I grew up here in Tofino and, you know, if it's swimming in the ocean, if it's in the rivers, if it's fishing, canoeing, scuba diving, free diving, you know, sailing, boating, whatever, I've just always been in and around the ocean. Um, so it's, it was, it was, you know, second nature for me to just want to, um, keep working with, with seafoods and, and, and being, you know, here in Tofino. So, uh, you know, we had both been guides and, and we had both been, uh, plugging away at different little projects and whatnot. And we decided, you know, let's, let's try and build a company around kelp. So, you know, we, we, uh, we kind of floundered around for a couple of years trying to find a facility and trying to make it happen. And, um, you know, we ended up landing one here in Tofino and it was off to the races, you know, everything else just fell right into suit. You know, our, um, like 90% of our seafood that we get is harvested, uh, by ourselves at NOS, or we are buying off of a local indigenous fishery, uh, which is called the Tukwak fishery. Uh, you can look it up. I think it's Ha'um fisheries on the, on the internet, but, um, it's a, local fishery right here where I'm buying off of, you know, relatives and friends and people I grew up with and creating a, a, an amazing economy right here. So, you know, a bit of what we do is, is not in the easiest sense is that it's just, you know, we want to deal with quality premium products and we want to source it all as locally as possible. Like most island businesses are really into, you know, supporting uh, local and it's the right thing to do to, to fuel the economy and, and support local communities and indigenous communities by the sounds of, of what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it, it, it's really interesting, man. And, you know, I've participated as a commercial fisherman, as a sport fisherman, as a surf instructor, you know, and, and you really try to figure your way through how to how to make a living, how to, you know, sleep at night and feel good about what you're doing. Um, and, and this, this opportunity that we've created is phenomenal. We're, we're having a great time. People are really happy and, uh, we got a good team that works with us. Go to any nice restaurant in town and order the fish. Chances are it came from Nos Foods. Here at the storefront, there's fresh fish like salmon and halibut tagged with the dates captured and the names of the fishermen all indigenous from the neighboring New Channel nations. Nas Food sits in the middle of a traditional way of life for indigenous fishermen and the broader seafood and restaurant industry. So we, we're a seafood processor and, uh, and it's something that is just like come natural to us, you know? It's something I've, you know, I, I think I was really young and had finished being a commercial fisherman. I was like, oh, I don't want to work with fish anymore in my life. And here I am, you know, another 15 years later and I'm <laughs> owning, owning a business that is intertwined with the, with the seafood community and, and every angle of it. And we just added kelp to the, to the menu. You know, it's, it's a great time. People love it. It's a really cool opportunity. You know, you come, you come down to NOS Foods. We've got a storefront there. We've got the, the backdoor entrance for all the, the fish coming in and out. And it's a great opportunity to engage with guests. You know, we, we have, I think there's like 1.3 million people a year come through Tofino. As you may have noticed by now, culture is inseparable from business for many indigenous entrepreneurs here on the island. That's no different for Stevie, who wants tourists who come into his store to leave with some delicious seafood and a deeper understanding of New Channel culture and what it means to be indigenous to the West Coast. Right off the get-go, our company name, NOS. NOS means day, daylight, reality, and creator. 
in the Nichalnith language. You know, we wanted to make sure that things as simple as that were, were you, you know, you say it every day. People are reading it. You know, it's and and when somebody comes in, I'll let them know what it means. And they're like, wow, that's that's amazing. So, you know, right off the hop, we want to make sure that that some of the language is brought back. Um, all the artwork uh, was done by my sister. So, you know, we're, we're really just trying to find a nice balance, uh, you know, for it to, to flow together. Um, you know, the working with the Tukwiak fishery. Now, that is something awesome. Like we have fishermen come straight to our back door and they're just unloading halibut or salmon. And everybody's always like, oh, wow, that's amazing. What, who, who are these guys? Oh, these are guys I've known my whole life. They're, uh, they're commercial fishermen through through an indigenous fishery local to right here. And people love that. They're like, wow, that's amazing. Um, you know, we, we try to try to just incorporate as much as we can. Um, and it's it's a perfect opportunity. Like I touched earlier, the 1.3 million people coming through town. This is a great opportunity to engage and educate and let somebody take away a little more than just some dried kelp or, or, or a piece of fish, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. That kind of relates again to, to what I was thinking of asking next is, is as we kind of get close to the end of this interview here is really trying to decide in your heart and your mind for both of you what you want people to take away from your business when they come and either, you know, buy some seafood uh, or have their food, you know, their fish process. Like what, what are some of the feelings and emotions that you want these people to take away when they're done dealing with you and your business? Well, you know, I so I grew up in Tofino. My parents had a hotel and a whale watching company. So the gift of the gab is there. I I talk everybody's ear off. <laughs> you know, and I and I think for me, one of the most important things is that people just take away if it's if it's a great piece of fish and they're super stoked on that, that's awesome. If they take away a smile because, you know, I, I, I brighten their day up. Or if they take away and they wanna they wanna sit down for twenty minutes and BS about the indigenous culture in the surrounding areas, I'll do that. So, you know, if, if, if somebody can just take away a, a positive interaction, you know, an understanding, you know, there's been people here for 11,000 years, I think, 12,000 years, um, you know, where the fish is coming from, understanding that, you know, we all know the fishermen personally. Um, so, you know, if somebody can just take away a, a hint more of knowledge or a hint more of, or, of, of just something that they can, you know, go back to where, wherever they are in the world and just be like, yeah, I went to this, this place, Nos Foods, and they're great people and they were so accommodating and, and yeah, they had these really cool things to say. That's, that's what I want as, as an owner. I just want people to feel, feel good about it. When you come to visit Tofino or the island in general, it may be good to learn a word or two in the local indigenous languages. Why not? You're going to feel self-conscious trying it at first, but the local community members will love the effort. So when you, you come up here, you can feel, uh, you can you can do a little bit of flexing and people will give you the head nod, you know? <laughs> All right, sounds good. Um, easy, easy peasy. Kleko. Kleko. Kleko means thank you. Okay, Kleko. You know, super simple, super easy. Everybody always uses that all over the place. You always learn how to say thank you in a new country, right? Yeah. Um, another really good one that everybody uses around here is is chew. Chew. Yeah. Chew is see you later, never goodbye, always see you later or see you again. And also doubles as you're welcome, which oh, a lot of people yeah. don't don't remember. But you know, if 
the, the OGs, they'll give you the head nod and give you some respect. Klecko to Steve Dennis, co-founder of Nas Foods, for the conversation and the seafood. While their fresh, locally caught fish is delicious and worth the trip up to Tofino alone, you can also order shipping-friendly products from their website, nasfoods.com. Stevie is particularly proud of their new kelp line of products, including kelp flakes, seasoning, and whole kelp, all hand-harvested right here off the pristine coast of Clackwood Sound. Well, that does it for episode two of Indigenous Voices of Vancouver Island. A five-part series experiencing Vancouver Island through the stories of Indigenous tourism. This podcast is made possible by 4VI, a social enterprise created to ensure that travel is a force for good for Vancouver Island forever. My name is Chattis Leo from the Homalco First Nation, and I am proud to call this island my home. Thank you for the opportunity to share a little bit about what makes this a truly special place in the world to be.